Welcome to Marvel Stadium for 3AW's coverage of the Round 19 Clash between St Kilda and Melbourne. Bringing you tonight's action in special comments, two-time Essendon Best and Fairest winner Scott Lucas. On the Boundary, award-winning journalist Rowan Connolly. And in commentary, it's a very good evening to Shane McInnes and Matt Granlin. A very good Saturday evening to you, Craig Willis, and to you at home from Marvel Stadium as Round 19 continues tonight. A rejuvenated St Kilda side under the tutelage of Brett Ratton up against a Melbourne side desperate for respect after falling from preliminary finalists in 2018 to currently sitting a lowly 17th on the AFL table. A lot to prove for both players and coaches from their respective sides tonight. Matt Granlin and Scott Lucas in the commentary box with me. Rowan Connolly down at ground level. But Matty, Scotty, this to me looms as an incredibly intriguing battle. It does indeed. Uh, Good evening, listeners. Good evening, boys. I think respect is long gone, Shane. They've got to salvage something (laughs) from it. Uh, It's been an incredible fall. Uh, If it perhaps slightly less incredible because it's Melbourne and they've had a habit of finals nowhere, finals nowhere. See, to me, that makes it more incredible because they've been at the depths of despair for the better part of a decade. They might have learned the lesson. They finally give some hope and then what they give it, they take it away. Yeah, look, it's been interesting and and we were chatting off air and we were just speculating, weren't we, that we talk the St Kilda coach has been sacked. They're two games clear of Melbourne. The Carlton coach has been sacked. They're two games clear of Melbourne. But the heat that should have come hasn't come and is that because no one cares or is it simply the case of when a a coach has a long-term contract, which Goody does... Uh, there's no need to talk about it. And look, I don't for one minute think this is coach-related. I think this, this is a group of players that really need to have a good hard look at themselves in the mirror at the end of the year, reflect on what they did after last year's preliminary final and do nothing the same. Because however they've approached this year has been poor and the results have reflected that. And here we are, a St Kilda team that we go into the game with Brett Ratton coaching the second game and it's a game I think St Kilda should win with the way that they performed last week. And even throughout the entirety of this year, they've been beaten by better teams and more skilled teams at, at times. But I don't think you could ever question their effort at, at any stage. It's been up there. And if they can apply pressure, and if you look at Melbourne's strengths around the contest and the bigger bodies and their lack of speed on the outside is a real area of weakness. I think St Kilda can match them on the inside, but exploit them on the outside with some of that speed that they have got in the team. And Scotty, whether they can score as prolifically as they did last week, I mean, it's this sugar high that we talk about the teams get after an interim coach comes in. Happened last week with Brett Ratton. They score over 100 points for the first time this year. Can they repeat that tonight? Look, that's the challenge. If we put the forward lines against one another. I like the St Kilda forward line. I think Bruce and Membry uh, have played well at times this year. Loney, who's come back into the team after a while out, was very, very good. He was at his creative best. Um, 
Gresham slotting between forward and mid and Billings as well. I think they've got quite a good balance uh, up there and then they've got the speed which has made a difference and that'll be Melbourne's challenge with Hind in the team, uh, Long back in, Loney's a quick player. And to add to that, if we talk about the forward line and the ability of Melbourne to kick, uh, St Kilda I should say, to kick a winning score, Lever is really on the comeback trail and May's out. May did a very good job last week. Uh, on Kennedy now he's out of the team with a hamstring there's there's an example of player that needs to go well what do I need to do to prepare to get through an AFL season like a true professional that's his challenge so I do think that Melbourne has a backline that can be exploited tonight by the St Kilda forwards I do think that really will come down in many ways Rowan Marshall who's been in wonderful form but he's up against the premier tap ruckman in the competition in Max Gorn. So that's really where it starts. 3AW Saturday Night Footy, all brought to you by McDonald's. 24 Chicken McDonald's, just 9.95. They're available at Macca's after 10.30am. We are on Relay tonight to Macquarie Sports Radio in Brisbane as well. Rowan Connolly is at ground level for us tonight. The ground conditions for First National Real Estate. They're the team that put you first, Ro. Yeah, thanks, Shane. Good to be here. And uh, got to say, slightly disappointing this home crowd uh, for the Saints off coming off the back of a, a really good win last week. You wouldn't say it's only family and friends, but it's certainly not a, a big crowd by any stretch. I'd say very low 20,000s if we're lucky. Uh, both sides just going through the warm-ups now. No late changes for either side. And, uh, of course, St Kilda had a really good win over the Demons in the first meeting this year. What was it? Round five. And I think very briefly on that Saturday afternoon, they're actually on top of the ladder. I remember that because Bruce Eva was absolutely beside himself <laughs> when he rolled up for the uh, the evening call that night. But, look, this uh, should be an interesting game. It's funny with Melbourne. I mean, they're second last on the ladder. I don't feel like they've played too many absolutely disgraceful games this year. There's just been a lot of games where they've been outgunned. And again last week, you know, they ran West Coast to within 13 points. I'm not making any excuses for them at all, but... They're a pretty reasonably equipped 17th place side. And uh, St Kilda last week, I thought they seemed to play with a lot more freedom. And perhaps that's the thing that always happens after a, a coach gets the uh, the bullet and a, a caretaker takes over. The, the pressure valve is released. But a couple of things I'm really looking forward to watching in particular, Scotty. You mentioned one of them, the ruck duel between Rowan Marshall and Max Gorn. I think Rowan Marshall statistically is the most improved player in the competition. So a great test for him against the best in the business and the other one um, I don't think you mentioned uh, Hunter Clark he has been in fantastic form for the Saints for about five six weeks now and you're really starting to see why he was taken in the top 10 at the uh, the national draft before last so there's a couple of things to keep your eye on let's hope we're in for a pretty good night good on your own look forward to your work down at ground level tonight the ground conditions for first national real estate they always put you first scotty a moment ago you were talking about uh the goal kicking ability of st killer i want to talk about melbourne for a moment and their inability to score because you look at their goal kickers this season and the leader is Jaden hunt with 20 goals for the year. They're missing five of their top seven goal kickers from last season, either from injury or they've moved side. Tom McDonald, Jake Malcham, Jesse Hogan, Mitch Hannon and Jeff Garland. Now, four of those five are from injury. Jesse Hogan, Mm. as we know, went to Fremantle, but they simply don't have a a, a forward or forwards to rely upon at the moment. No, that's right. So in many ways, Shane, you look at it and you say, well, their contest and clearance work has been excellent. Their inside 50s are very good. Mm. So 
they're still doing a lot right, but their connection... So it's basically, I think, the craft of the forwards to get off their man and provide good options to the midfield, and also the mids' inability to connect with those forwards and find the targets. I'm not sure whether there's elite kicks through the midfield with Melbourne, and that makes it more difficult. I watched them a lot last year, Melbourne, and I found they often went long and direct and missed at times a hit-up target. There were games last year where they would have plus 15 inside 50s and get rolled um, when they shouldn't. So that is something they need to work on, spend a lot of time how you want to move the ball inside forward 50 because this is a team that does still have a lot of weapons.